Hello, gals and guys. It's your host, Phil Larson, and this is your motivational high five on advocacy. Let's do this. The Your Motivational High Five podcast is really is a short form podcast. I like to think of it as the people's podcast. Um, I've had many good conversations uh, really over the last two years now, hearing about your story and telling you a little bit more about mine. And it's encouraging to hear your thoughts and um, and finding out that I'm I'm not the only one uh, thinking these things or even struggling with some things. You know, I'm not some special case, and I, I don't I don't have the secret sauce, but we become better people when we include others. And I feel like this podcast has done that. You're going to hear a guest voice today. Gene contacted me near the end of 2017. And um, he said, Hey, would you do uh, an episode on advocacy? And uh, he told me, so I was like, okay, what you know, what are your, some of your thoughts? And he told me some of his thoughts. I was like, that sounds great. Why don't you do it? <laughs> And that is awesome. That is uh, what I love about this is that this is a platform to, to give people a voice. Um, and really, uh, just like if we were trying to get someone's attention, um, people are going to hear us better if we say um, the same thing at the same time. What we're doing here is through this platform, we're amplifying each other's voices. So if you want to do that, feel free. Contact me, phil at thestoryshop.tv. Today's guest voice is longtime listener Gene Bernard Faton. Um, originally, he was born in Haiti, but he grew up in Boca Raton, Florida. He now resides in Knoxville after attending college around there. One of his passions, he says, is to inspire children and young people to consider their future. Children and young people who I believe have huge hearts that just need a little push of hope and belief. He enjoys spending time with these students and showing them opportunities they may not have considered with their lives. He loves bridging the gap for young people through faith, education, and friendship, which brings a huge smile to his face, he says, and keeps him going day to day. Recently, he accepted a job at Emerald Youth Foundation doing just that. And you can learn more at emeraldyouth.org. Gene Bernard, or he also goes by JB, we just had some conversations about youth. And, and for a while, I may have mentioned on this podcast, I, I was a youth pastor. In fact, uh, really involved in youth ministry for years. And uh, it's it's a passion of mine. And we really clicked on a lot of things. And l- let me just tell you, he gets it. And he's just got a heart of gold and a vision for others and, and uh, especially young students. And he wants to help them see their potential and, and, and come alongside them as they grow to realize that potential. He, j- he just gets it. And so here he is, without further ado, Gene Bernard Faton. I want to start out by thanking Phil Larson for this opportunity. Today we are exploring the topic of advocacy. When I went back to listen to the first episode of this podcast, Phil shared with us that he wanted to journey through life together and to tackle everyday issues. Phil wants to dig into our brain, our mind, to help rewire it in a positive way. Today I want to introduce the idea of advocating to our minds. The simple definition for advocacy is this, standing for a cause or supporting a cause. The definition I like to go by is from Christina Cleveland, a psychologist, theologian, and professor at Duke's University Divinity School. Her definition is this, to advocate means I can relate to what you are experiencing. 
two things that comes to mind when I think of advocacy is this, advocating for the spiritual aspect of life and advocating for justice and equity in life. Spiritually, advocating means to support the fact that there is goodness in people, which means finding the God in people. And no disrespect if you feel like God is absent in your life. No matter your race, gender, your education or religion, I believe everyone is born for a reason and it starts with your story. What are those things in life that makes you sad and what in life brings you joy? The willingness to find a balance in between those things, that is where you can start your story. Trust your story and that will make it easier to tap into the splendor of your soul. The other thing that comes to mind when I think of advocating is standing up for the cause of justice in life. There are many injustices in the world. To name a few, racial inequality, gender-based stereotypes, and all types of stereotypes for that matter. The idea of white supremacy, the world's long, tragic history of slavery. And I could go on and on. But what I want to focus on is this, winning the war and not individual battle. There are too many things in the world that makes us feel small. The thing to focus on is trying to find justice for people, no matter who they are, every single day. And it starts with acknowledging them as a brother or sister, which means they are humans just like you. Therefore, part of your story that is fair and is loving. I heard this from the On One with Angel Rye podcast. She said, if you spend your time on every battle that comes your way, you will be tired by the time the war comes, end quote. There will be issues that are deeper than what is maybe presented in front of you. Some injustices can be rooted in deep systemic history of our world. But listen to this. This gave me a lot of hope. Martin Luther King Jr. once said, Let us realize the arc of the moral universe is long, but it bends towards justice. Michelle Higgins, the director of Faith for Justice, says this, I'm nothing unless someone or something else is sharpening me, end quote. What is sharpening me is the people of faith that keeps both the interests of themselves and their neighbors in mind at all times, no matter that person's race, gender, education, or religion. My hope every day in terms of justice is this. These are words that I repeat very often. A lesson every child should learn growing up is to learn to speak up, stand up, and show up. Basically speaking up for justice whenever there is none and applauding for it when it exists. Thank you. Thank you, Gene. I really like that definition of what he said at the beginning about advocacy is is defined as I can relate to what you're experiencing. And and I think the next step or in addition to that um, definition is is then to to take action. You find the common thread, um, the need, and then you, you, you work to fulfill that need. And in order to do that, as JB says, is that in order to relate to, to what someone else is experiencing, you really need to know your story and own your story. What makes you tick? He says, finding the balance um, with what makes you sad and what brings you joy, which often um, those two sit really close together. Sometimes when things make us sad, they make us sad because when that's not a need, when that's there, when that's present, it brings us so much joy. And to see others missing something makes us sad. You can use mindfulness 
to really begin to see and, and move your mind towards advocacy. Someti- sometimes I just, when I'm in the shower and I let it run over me and it feels so good and really hot water is such a gift. And so when I become mindful of this thing that brings me joy, then I can also become sad for those who don't have it. Um, and then I can think of, you know, this is clean water. This is safe to bathe in. This is safe to, to drink. And a lot of people don't have that. And that could push us towards advocacy. And I love that we become advocates when we learn to speak up, stand up, and show up. Because we can easily come up with a lot of excuses for not doing those things. And that's okay. We're not always going to be able to um, fulfill people's needs. And we shouldn't be. We're we're human. um, And we're only one person. But if we let that um, keep us back from doing anything at all, sometimes the biggest enemies are, are these things. Someone else will do it. Or it's someone else's problem. It's not mine. Or it just feels so impossible. What can little old me do? You know, unfortunately, I had an experience where I, I went to a teenager's funeral. And uh, he struggled for many years with epilepsy. Well, really his whole life. And it's ha- it had an impact uh, on his, his mental health. Um, his family um, really lacked in some empathy towards it. He wasn't getting the care he needed. And just a few weeks before he passed away, I finally really started talking to him about nutrition and better better eating because he also was not physically healthy. He would have his seizures at night while he's asleep, and because of some negligent care, he was not being monitored well, and he passed away in his sleep. And I remember just going, realizing after the fact that what he needed probably more than anything else is he needed advocates. And the truth is, sometimes it's easier to see the need after it's too late. But the best advocates are proactive. And so an advocate sees the need and and steps in the place where there's a need and shows up, speaks up, and stands up. And yeah, it, it seemed impossible because we're talking about years and years of poor parenting, really even negligent parenting, and changes in uh, healthier mental patterns and, and, and ways of thinking. And I did ask myself, what, what can I do? You know, and the people who have the big movements and, and stuff like that, what if they were stuck there? What can I do and did nothing? What if Martin Luther King Jr. said, what can I do and did nothing? What would the world be like? And the hope is someone else would step up, see the need and, and take action. What if it's you? If not you, then who? At least you is an answer. Who is a question? When is a question? Now is an answer. And when we choose to be advocates, we choose to come with answers. How? By speaking up, by standing up, by showing up. And as Jean mentioned at the beginning of this episode, um, we want to become advocates of our own mental health, of our own selves, and our own minds. We can speak up, stand up, and show up for ourselves. And we do that each episode, at the end of the episode, by choosing now or at some point today, finding a reflection of ourselves in the mirror and looking into ourselves, becoming advocates of ourselves, for ourselves, for our future. And we do that by repeating a positive affirmation. And as science shows, the more these get into our brain, they begin to um, interact with the electricity, with the, with the neurons. They begin to create stronger pathways and healthier pathways that become stronger than the unhealthy ones. And you can do this. We can all do this. Science has proven this. It's called neuroplasticity. It's awesome. 
But you have to stand up. You have to speak up. You have to show up. And we do that now. So do you want to do that? Okay. Um, When you find a reflection of yourself, say this to yourself. I can choose advocacy as a way of life by seeing a need and showing up as the answer. Mother Teresa did this. She would have said that she is the hands and feet of her higher power. To show up as the answer is not becoming a a, a one-size-fits-all or the secret sauce, the answer to all the problems. But it is a simple way of being that says, I can relate to what you're experiencing. And then, act on it. This is your life. You have the ability to be advocates. That's so exciting. And it's so powerful and life-changing to those you are advocates for. But that's a decision you have to make. Do you want it? It starts with you. you.